Welcome to the Loveland Libcast, the official podcast of the Loveland Public Library. Joining me today on this episode of the Loveland Libcast, I have Monica and Denny from CareerRise, which is a part of the Larimer County Economic Workforce Development. And I just learned they are both youth specialists, if that's correct. That's correct. Yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, welcome to the podcast. Thank you both for being on this episode. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. Absolutely. I uh, really enjoyed getting to talk to Mark and Marcy. And so I was excited to get to come back and learn more about Career Rise because, of course, we have a lot of teens, young adults who come in the library, and we're always trying to help people find opportunities for employment or help them on their employment journey. So this partnership makes a lot of sense for us. I want to start by asking both of you to just give us a little background on who you are and your roles with Career Rise. Sure. So I can start. My name's Monica, and I'm a career specialist on this team. Um, and then I'm also kind of a sub supervisor as well. So I work with youth directly, and then I also support our team in a bunch of different ways. So I could be meeting with young adults to help them find employment pathways. I also have a, a caseload of youth who might need extra help because um, they're facing some significant challenges to employment or education. And then just like the rest of our team, we're just out in the community doing presentations, partnering with schools, trying to offer as many opportunities and connections to business for youth as we can. And you you all cover, this is Larimer County, so does that mean that you kind of get to travel around all over and... Yeah, a bit. So we're we're Larimer County, which you know, our, obviously our two big cities are Fort Collins and Loveland. We get up to Estes, Wellington, parts of Windsor. So kind of that whole northern Colorado region. So if we have requests, then we get to travel a bit. But most of our services happen in the Fort Collins Loveland area okay. community. I remember Mark said last time it was serving people 14 to 114. You all are more on the 14 (laughs) (laughs) side of that equation. Okay. (laughs) And then Denny, what's what's your role here at Career Rise? So I recently got hired on as a youth internship coordinator for our Northern Colorado Sector Partnerships. So we have internships this summer, which I'll be in charge of with manufacturing and healthcare. And so I'm pretty much guiding youth on their path of kind of getting into those positions and trying them out and seeing if that might be a career fit that's good for them. But yeah, I work doing that this summer and honestly love it so far. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So it must be, this is, we're recording this at the very end of March. So I'm guessing April, May is really when that starts to kind of ramp up because the summer is right around the corner. Yeah. So we're having our applications. They close actually today, but... Internships start in June and go through August. And so, yeah, we're going to be doing all that process April, May, getting everyone on board and connecting with the business partners, the youth who applied for the internships, and then kind of keep starting that for the summer. Awesome. And then if you all wouldn't mind sharing, uh, how long have you been with Armour County Economic Workforce Development or Career Rise, if, if it's something where you came right in here or... 
changed positions or something? Yeah, so Jenny and I will be at two ends of a, a spectrum. So I was hired in the summer of 2009 <laughs> doing a job like that, running a summer employment program. Um, and then I was brought onto the team up until this point. So that's 13 years in a variety of different roles, but I've always been in youth services. So it's 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 been an incredible team to be a part of. Obviously, I love what I do. Otherwise, I wouldn't have stuck around for that long. <laughs> Absolutely. As I asked that, I realized, oh, Denny already answered that question. Because yeah. you said that you just got here. Was I just it, got here probably like two or three months ago. Okay, two or three Going months on ago. Like three months now. And was this something that you know you wanted to work in this kind of field or? So I had trouble finding jobs, which I always tell everybody here. I'm like, it's such a coincidence that now I'm working, helping other people find jobs. But I saw this and I was just like, that seemed something like I could see myself doing. It was very, I love helping people and getting to work with youth was something I really wanted to do as I had past experience doing that before. As I mentored some youth in a woman construction management camp with CSU. And I did that for like three years during the summer. And I really loved connecting with high school students in that camp and just being a mentor for them and guiding them. And so when I saw this job, I was like, I should apply and see. It'd be a great opportunity and I get to work with young adults and kind of see that transition within their career pathway. Oh, that's awesome. That does sound like it translates very naturally to <laughs> the yeah. career rights team. Monica, have you seen, I was thinking, I mean, 2009 mm -hmm. to now, have you seen many changes in how oh, <laughs> especially younger adults get jobs or, you know, internships or is, is that, have you seen? Yeah. I mean, the whole reason I was brought on is because it was right during the last recession. So 2009, there was American Reinvestment Act funding from the Obama administration, which funded those programs. And so that was a heavy time of trying to get youth and just people in general into employment. And so that eased down over time. So, I mean, working in workforce development, there's just these peaks and valleys of different times of need. And, you know, right now with hopefully closing out a pandemic there, you know, that was a different type of economic downturn. And so, yeah, things change all the time. The cool thing about working in this in this industry, though, I would say is just you get a front row seat to those workforce changes. So emerging industries, new jobs, you know, automation. And then we get to work with youth, too, who, you know, as different generations come in, they have different attributes and different skill sets and things like that. So it does kind of change all the time, depending on what's happening in the wider world, too. And is this maybe I'm not framing this correctly, but it seems like there has to be some communication between like the needs of regional organizations, businesses, mm -hmm. and how kids, you know, or young adults, I should say, can get internship opportunities or get a start with them. Is that is there an element of that of just kind of knowing what what they need, who they need, the skills they can teach or <laughs> the skills that they want to see? Yeah, I mean, you could talk about sector work, Denny, yeah, kind I of think being a convener. There has to be like a willingness for the businesses to want an intern and not just the aspect of, oh, we need someone to work for us, but we need someone that wants to also learn and maybe go off of other into other departments and learn something different, whether that's administrative or for like manufacturing example. There's a lot of different opportunities within having an internship with different companies and you can say get hired on as an intern in a position of like manufacturing operator, but say you want to learn more about the administrative duties of that internship. Well, your supervisor, which we've never had before, we've never had a supervisor turn down an intern if they ask, can I go 
oversee that and see how that works or kind of just try out different positions. And that's what's really great about having an internship is you can try out different positions instead of just getting stuck in one position within that company. So there definitely has to be willingness for the business person to open up the opportunity for the youth and then the youth have to be willing to want to try new things and get into this internship and show that they can grow and learn and experience. Yeah. And the cool thing about these like healthcare sector and manufacturing sector, two really growing emerging industries in northern Colorado. So they need a pipeline. And so these internships in particular came about because business, you know, in manufacturing, for example, needed people to get excited about the positions that they have available now and are going to continue to have. And so, you know, a partnership between workforce development and business industry has kind of been growing over the past several years of how do we solve this problem? You know, this industry has a, you know, high need. And we have folks that need to learn about that need and get excited about those career pathways. And so, you know, as a workforce center in general, I kind of our idea is half our customers are business, the other half are job seekers. And then our job is to make the connection in between to meet the needs of everybody. And do they so is it really a blend of places reaching out to you all? Or are you all kind of looking for those opportunities or it just happens different ways for depending on the organization? Yeah, it's a bit of both. And so I feel I feel like more and more industries in certain sectors see the value in working in partnership with workforce centers um, and regionally too, not just for Larimer County. You know, we work closely with Weld County and Boulder. You know, everyone's trying to work in partnerships. So I think over the past, you know, five to seven years, we've seen more collaboration and see businesses see the value in that. But we're also always constantly, you know, our business team is always constantly reaching out to employers to, pri- to let them know that we're here and how we can help. And having these internships be successful, then those businesses has kind of become our, you know, our marketers in a way, and they recruit, you know, others in their industry to see the value in offering those kinds of opportunities. For Career Rise specifically, we've been fleshing this out a lot, which is great. And I, I just wanted to make it clear. So, so this is part of Larimer County Economic Workforce Development. And is Career Rise's mission, is it really, is it kind of an age-based or is it opportunities or is it where you all who work for and in career rise, is that kind of what determines what's, you know, career rise versus the economic workforce development at large? Yeah. So if you look at our CareerRise team as kind of an umbrella of all of our programs and services and efforts that are geared towards our youngest job seekers. So for us, that's ages 14 all the way up to 24. So what we provide job searching as a young adult with little to no work history is going to feel and look totally different than, you know, an older adult, a professional who has that kind of work history. And so our staff is trained and passionate about working with youth who are just getting started, but also since we go up to 24, we do work with college grads too, who, you know, maybe don't have a ton of work history and they're struggling, you know, because they've been focused on education. And so we can also work with that, that older young adult, I would say. So it's kind of everything in between. But when a young adult comes in the door or there's a business that wants to find, you know, youth or young adults or appeal more to them, then they're going to be working with our team specifically. So I was thinking of people who are listening to this episode, maybe they should frame this if they 
know, it, I mean, maybe they are a young person that are listening maybe. to this, or maybe it's someone who, who has a, a kid or a grandkid or someone in their life who, yeah, is either teenager and hasn't had a job before, or, you know, is maybe had some summer work or something all the way through someone who's graduated from college and is looking, trying to figure out where their employment journey might begin or continue. That's, that's really where they can connect with you all for that kind of assistance. And I can speak on this from both aspects. So graduating high school versus graduating college. So going into college, not knowing really what you want to do and kind of being undeclared because that's how I went in. Went in undeclared, didn't declare a major until my junior year. And so in particular, having these internships or career guidance for young adults in that high school range really helps as well as having that guidance with career pathways with a college graduate because a lot of people will graduate college, like in particular me, and having a degree and being like, what do I do with this? Like, what job should I do? Like, I have the degree now, but what happens now? Mm-hmm. And I talked to a lot of my friends from college and they're like, no one ever told us about after college. We were just kind of <laughs> in there. And now we're graduated with these degrees, but we're like, what job do we get? And so just being kind of on both ends of the spectrum with going into college and declared, graduating college with a degree and then not knowing what to do and just having this connection of a workforce center, working with Career Rise, and then connecting young adults that were in my position previously on their career pathway. I actually had a professor who once told me, because I was kind of freaking out about where to go with my career and my degree. So I double majored in ethnic studies and sociology with a minor in pre-law. And I was like, I don't know what to do with this. Like, what do I do? And he was like, it's not about the degree you have. It's technically about the connections you make. So that's advice I live by all the time. And I often give that to other people because it is true. You can have a degree in ethnic studies or sociology, and then you can have someone that's a degree in like mechanical engineering. And so you might get the job over them because you made that connection with that person and you shed light on your personality and what you can bring to the table. Versus someone with a mechanical engineering degree, which you'd think would get the job over you, didn't get it because they don't have those connections, they aren't building them. And that's great with Career Rise because we provide those connections for young adults. Thank you for sharing that. And I think that that is really important too, to, especially for people who are in college or just graduating or college isn't that far in the rearview mirror is to know, yeah, you all, <laughs> they can connect with CareerRise to figure out, okay, you have this education. Now, how are you going to reorient that into some kind of employment or looking for a job or being able to use those skills or the connections you've made? turn that into something where you're entering a career or a profession like that. Are there any facets of CareerEyes that you enjoy being involved in the most? I think maybe for Monica, there might be things over <laughs> over the course of your, mm-hmm. your time here. And then, uh, Denny, if, if there's just something that you're looking forward to, you know, experiencing, especially helping people get internships and then <laughs> seeing how that develop probably be fun. Yeah, for me, definitely. I'm looking forward to the internships because right now I'm going through all like the paperwork process and haven't taken technically met an intern face-to-face. We decided what interns are going to get the positions yet. So definitely looking forward to meeting with the businesses and going on site, meeting with interns and doing those evals and seeing how things are going and 
where they're progressing from where they started to and then where they finish for sure. Interns are cool, especially, you know, there I had, I was on an internship evaluation recently with a youth that we placed. This kiddo wouldn't have gotten hired at this business if, you know, if it hadn't been an internship and at his first evaluation, the business, like I had no idea he was going to be able to do all these things. And we hear that a lot from business. Like I didn't know a youth or young adult could teach me how to do this spreadsheet or I had no idea that, you know, these these rudimentary tasks we were going to assign to them, they were going to get through super quick and we'd have to be challenged to find something more valuable. So it's really cool to see businesses too just realize that there's a lot of value in hiring a youth or young adult. They may not have been able to picture how they could support their business in the past, but once we get someone in there then they just, I feel like the floodgates are open for them to hire a younger person. One of my favorite things, I think, working directly with kids is helping them build a resume. Sounds really geeky, but, you know, if you have a young person, a teen come in and they're intimidated by, you know, an online application asking them to upload a resume and they're like, I don't have any work experience. How am I supposed to have a resume? And so then they just don't do it or they don't even try. And just kind of spending that appointment with them, pulling out what kind of skills have you got? You know, what have you learned from school? What have you learned from sports? from taking care of your family at home, you know, in some circumstances and just kind of teaching them to get creative and also just give themselves credit for all of this early work experience that we get from, you know, mowing the lawn or providing childcare, even just to their younger siblings and teaching them how to write that in a professional way, you know, and then they end up leaving that appointment with this page filled with some pretty cool stuff. And they, you know, they walk a little taller and <laughs> yeah. they're like, check out this resume. <laughs> yeah. Um, and employers love it. You know, we, we get advice from employers all the time about how to support that youngest job seeker when they haven't had any experience. And so many times we hear from employers, we love hiring the youngest ones because they're trainable and they haven't learned any bad habits yet, (laughs) you know, from previous jobs. And so I think that's really fun is just creating that tool with them and helping them realize you've got value and this is how you make it look professional. And so it's kind of a, it's one of the smaller things that we do, but I think it's a really fun thing to be a part of. Yeah, no. And that, that makes me think too, just how valuable it is as well. If you were 14 or 15 to be able to build a resume with a professional and keep those things in mind later on if you're making a new resume or, you know, you need to jumpstart one in your mid-20s or yeah. late-20s. And But you have at least have this foundation of, oh, okay, this is kind of how it should look and what I can include. And mm-hmm. for, like, all these questions, being able to do that younger is is very key. Yeah. And, and I was thinking, too, about my conversation with Mark and Marcy I don't know if this applies to CareerEyes, but I'm, I'm guessing in, in some form or fashion it does. Do you kind of develop relationships sometimes where it's, it is just maybe a quick kind of, you know, one day thing? And then with some people, it's a it's maybe a longer kind of helping them get started or, you know, there are false starts or so is it does it kind of vary where some people it's a, a longer process and some folks, they're just looking for specific help in one way or another? Yeah. So it kind of depends on the level of service that folks are interested in. And then in some cases, what they might be eligible for. So on a broad brush, we can support any youth or young adult one time coming in with a job search consult, you know, meeting with one of our employment specialists, either in person,
person or virtually just to be like, here's how you start a job search or let's check out your resume or, you know, let's um, practice some interview questions. And so really just kind of some general job search skills. A lot of times we'll see that young person one time and then hopefully they go off and use the skills and get a job. Sometimes they come back a little bit. We do have programs for youth that need more assistance. And so our Encompass program is federally funded and it's targeted towards youth that are, you know, typically facing some big challenges. So maybe coming from a low income background, maybe they've, you know, touched foster care, they're involved with youth corrections, you know, parents, maybe, you know, young parents or facing a learning disability. So in that case, we might be able to enroll them in an actual longer term program, which is a lot about what I do, you know, forming a longer relationship with a career specialist to help guide them, wrap support around them, funding, and then that would be, you know, more of a, an in-depth support that we could provide. Paid internships come into play through that program, support with high school equivalency. If they've dropped out of school, then we can help them with that. But then it's really getting them doing career exploration, finding that career pathway, getting them an internship or helping them connect to a quick certification program. But it's more that long-term, more intensive employment support so that we can get, you know, get them past those barriers so they can achieve those employment and education goals. So it just kind of depends on what the youth needs and what they might qualify for. But anybody coming in can get support with general job search stuff. And there's also a ton of resources on our website that folks can access on their own without ever necessarily having to to meet with meet with one of us directly. And I will we'll make sure that that website link <laughs> yeah. is in the notes for this for this episode. And I yeah, I just I think it's amazing what you all do. And I I like to reinforce the idea that people should reach out to you because it and this I think this is similar to the library where sometimes you don't know what you need. But if you reach out to us through that conversation, we can determine, oh, yeah, you just want some, you know, help with the resume, maybe some interview skills, or if it is like you're saying that longer term kind of process or relationship to help them get a paid internship or, you know, more of a journey. Yep, and I think absolutely. that that's, that's really important. So people can can just know, hey, <laughs> just start by <laughs> that conversation. Just come with in. Yeah, just give us a call. And we also have workshops, which are very beneficial as well. So and those are on Zoom, too. So don't have to really leave the comfort of your home, but you can attend those and get guidance on resumes or interview skills, how to do a, a strong LinkedIn profile. They're really good. Well, Denny, you just gave me the perfect segue into <laughs> if people do, you mentioned the website, but is that is that really the best way for people to find workshops or, or any of these tools you're talking about or, or to give you all a call? Yeah, I believe the website, um, we are also open for calls as well. But the website has a lot of our great resources and there's links to everything. Yeah. On the website, youth can even, when you get to the main workforce center website, you just click on young adults and you're going to get to all of the stuff that we've been talking about. There's a form on there where you can request a job consultation and one of us will call you back. Our bat line, we call it, is our, our career rise line is the 498-6608 number. Area code's 970 and that'll bypass the rest of the workforce center and it'll get youth or parents to call us all the time <laughs> wanting resources for their um, their child. It'll get to a career rise member calling us, emailing as well or jumping on the website and connecting that way. Okay, so the workforce development website and then go to 
to young adults yep. or call the bat line. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> pa- parent or youth. Pretty nerdy. Yeah. Common question. What can my kid do at 14, 15? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I know that you all just had your summer employment night event, but I was hoping that you could fill folks in on what exactly that was. And it and you said that they can revisit that resource if they missed it, but it comes around each year. So the next one will happen next year in early March. Is yeah, that that's, correct? That's right. So right now is a really busy time for us and kind of launching our spring and summer programs. And so we offer summer employment night events, one for the Loveland area, one for Fort Collins. Um, every year in early March. So we just concluded those events. The last two were virtual. Prior to that, we had just people in rooms, but they're kind of our kickoff events, but we also have an employer panel present. So we target employers in both of those communities that hire 14 and up if we can. And then essentially it's a, a panel of those um, hiring managers asking, answering questions from us and from the audience about how do you get your application noticed? You know, what was one of their best hires? Like basically hearing from hiring managers that are hiring will be hiring for for younger folks. How do you get noticed? Um, And what are some of those best job search practices? But then our team also comes in and does a presentation on the summer internships that, you know, Denny's been talking about because those applications open in March and any other kind of events and opportunities that we have. So those did conclude already. However, if you go to the website and you click, you know, when when you're in the young adults area, if you look for seasonal opportunities, there's a huge button, you can't miss it, then you're gonna see all of our seasonal programs and summer employment nights is in there. So um, the recordings, nice thing about being virtual is we recorded it all. And so folks have been viewing that if they missed it, then you can kind of hear from those employers. It's really worth watching. Awesome. Did this come up? Did any of those employers, are they still doing a lot of virtual interviewing or is it, is it going back to in-person? I mean, it's a mixed bag. I think it's a bit of both. You know, two years ago, we did have to kind of pit, everybody had to pivot. Um, and so we do teach youth, how do you show up in, an, in in a virtual interview? You know, what are some of those things that you need to be, you know, cognizant of? And, and so that is something that we all kind of had to learn at the same time if you hadn't been doing it already. And so phone interviews have always kind of been a thing, especially when a business is hiring a ton at once. And they're kind of trying to get through some of that initial, those initial applications in, in a way that's, you know, to make good use of their time. But one tip that most employers say, especially for, you know, the types of jobs that, you know, are that typical summer job, a face-to-face follow-up is always going to get someone attention as an applicant. So even if you have to apply online or you had that first interview over Zoom, get out from behind the screen and reach out to us and let us shake your hand, look you in the eyes. And that helps youth kind of not get lost in the sea of online applications. So that was one of their tips. It was like, follow up with us. Yes. Let us know that you're really interested. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. That's good. You got a tip just from listening to this podcast. Yeah. Right? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The reason, the reason I was thinking of that too, is I had a friend who just applied for a job and interviewed and the interview, it wasn't, it wasn't even that it was like a zoom one. It was a timed, like you would get a question oh, and yes. you'd 
have to record yourself answering. And it's just like so weird. Yeah, I was just like, okay, this world of virtual interviewing is yeah. <laughs> is here to stay and you gotta be right. And actually it was here before the pandemic. So I remember working with a girl a couple years back and she's like, I started this application, then I hung up because it was asking me to record. And so she set an appointment with me to practice her answers to the questions. Um, but yeah, she had to record these. And I, at the time I was like, are you, are you kidding me? How weird. <laughs> and usually those are timed. So like you can only get it like once. And then if you don't get it that first time, you're just done. Like, Next question. <laughs> we always say practice with us when the job's not on the line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that you can you can nail it when it when that time comes. <laughs> well, yeah. So people going to that again, I'll have that link in the show description. Go to the young adult part, and then that workshop is there the summer employment night, mm-hmm. so they can rewatch that and get those tips from those employers. Yeah, um, and, and hear what they have to say and yeah that seems useful regardless especially if you're younger and you don't have a lot of job seeking experience yeah and then are there any events or workshops on the horizon uh, in the near future or far future that you'd like people to know about yeah so i mean right now it's end of march is that where we are it's almost april (laughs) yes Uh, this will come out uh (laughs) april 8th so our i did want to mention our conservation corps is an employer and they're also part of our career raise team and so they are hiring right now several youth positions for youth that are 16 and up and so we talk about them in the summer employment nights but they do conservation work so there's a trail crew right now that they're hiring youth ages 16 to 18 which is a great age and they would work Monday through Thursday doing trail work sometimes camping throughout the summer it's pretty much a full-time opportunity Monday through Thursday paid in a stipend but if you know a young adult or you are a young adult and being that quintessential Coloradoan and being out Side all summer sounds like a fun, you know, a fun job, then definitely check out the Conservation Corps. Um, and then there's a number of other paid opportunities for those youth who are 18 to 25, kind of doing more heavy duty chainsaw mitigation work in our recreation and our chill resource areas. Did you say chainsaw mitigation? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So they get trained in S212, which is a, a certification to be able to safely use a chainsaw. So, you know, doing pine beetle kill, um, there's a ton of work to be done, you know, up in the hills with regards to fire mitigation and flood cleanup, you know, our area is seen a lot. And so that means that those areas need a lot of help. And so getting paid to do that kind of stuff with your peers could be a pretty cool opportunity. So those applications are live now. Same spot you can find the summer employment nights. You'll see a link to the Conservation Corps. Any of our seasonal opportunities are all going to be there. And those applications are live through early May to mid-May. So not necessarily an event, but a really great opportunity. As far as future events in the fall, we're probably going to be hosting our Youth Entrepreneur Tournament, which is for youth ages 14 and up who are interested in starting their own business. So it's kind of a Shark Tank style (laughs) workshop where they develop their business plan and that culminates in a pitch event for some seed money. And so that'll be on our seasonal opportunities page as well. We have a newsletter that folks can subscribe for off of our website, and that could be a great way to get information about this application is open or this is coming soon and anyone can subscribe to that whether it's a youth a parent a teacher an interested community member and then we're also on facebook social media to kind of try and get the word out about some of these things well thank you for sharing those things and i hope that this conversation has given people not only an idea of what co 
career rise is. But some of those opportunities or things to look forward to on the website, things to check out and how to get in touch with you all. Before we wrap up this episode, I always like to ask my guests if they are reading or watching anything particularly awesome they recommend or what they like to read or watch in general, if you have anything that you'd like to share. I can definitely give a lot of recommendations. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I read and watch TV all the time. But... So right now, I kind of switch through shows because I get really bored with some shows I watch. I'm like, I don't know why I'm watching this. I'm just going to watch something else. But right now I'm watching 911, both the regular 911 and then 911 Lone Star. And I've learned to like 911 Lone Star a lot more. So good. Um, Are they streaming or are they? Yes. So they have like current episodes, which I think 911 has five seasons and then 911 Lone Star has three. But there's new episodes like every Tuesday. Okay. And if you haven't watched Bel Air yet, that's a really good one. That streams on Peacock. Okay. So if you have a Peacock subscription, you can definitely watch it. Yeah. But it's the remake of Fresh Prince and Bel Air. <laughs> and it's it's a, it's an interesting take on it because I don't see it going that route because French Prince and Bel Air is just very like upbeat and fun. And then the new Bel Air is kind of like more serious and kind of focuses on the same aspects, but in a different light. Yeah. Some books that I love, though. I really like the book Blood Brothers, and that one talks about Muhammad Ali and Malcolm X. And so how they were, like, both in the Nation of Islam. It talks a lot about their leader, Elijah Muhammad, and how he gave Muhammad Ali his name. So, like, each chapter in the book is Muhammad Ali, and then the next chapter will be Malcolm X, and how their lives kind of intersected, and then kind of the history behind them. That's a good one. I yeah, love. yeah. Oh, I will link that. We've got any of those, I will link them in the catalog. <laughs> and Monica, how about you? Yeah, so I was thinking, we were, Denny and I were talking about this the other day, just knowing we were going to be doing a library podcast, but I'm part of a book club group, and we get our book club kits from the library. Oh, all right. And so the one that we're actually discussing next week, I really enjoyed it. It was called Kitchens of the Great Midwest. And so it's kind of a coming of age story, but it's kind of, it's based in food. And so in my past life, I worked in restaurants and so, and one of them was a fine dining restaurant. So it kind of brought all of that back of, you know, the foodie side of things. But when it's not a book club requirement, I'm usually drawn to books that kind of have, you know, really takes a break from reality, just from the work that I do. So right now I'm reading The Starless Sea, which is by the same author that wrote The Night Circus, which I really liked. So, and I'm, it's kind of a puzzly, interesting, magical (laughs) novel um, (laughs) that is fun to read. So that's usually what I I enjoy fiction. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you both for sharing that. And I want to thank you both, Monica and Denny, for joining the Loveland Libcast and talking all about Career Rise. I really appreciate you taking the time to be on the podcast with me. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. We really yeah, appreciate you're welcome. It. And I want to thank you all at home or wherever you are listening to this. We'll be back again with another episode of the Loveland Libcast real soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Loveland Libcast. If you'd like to contact us about the podcast, please reach out to Daniel at daniel.tate at cityofloveland.org. That's D-A-N-I-E-L dot t-a-t-e at cityofloveland.org. See you next time.